1: And here we go again. The podcast just keeps on giving. We're back again. How you doing, Maggie? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm so excited. You're almost here. I know.
2: I'm literally, I'm so excited to be home. I miss everyone so much. And like, yes, family, but I feel like I talk to you guys a good bit. I miss like high school friends and I'm so excited that we're all going to be home. And it's going to be so much fun and I get to see the dogs and man, yeah, I'm going home for a long time too.
1: Are we going to make a lot of TikToks together? You think?
2: Um, yeah, I have. A, I have a feeling we are. Um, I
1: want to. I want to get super creative. I want to like go back to the old energy we used to have, where we were just churning out crazy, fun ideas all the time, and um, just see what happens. No pressure, but I think it's going to be a really fun, creative time. Lots of dances, dances, comedy, and just. Creativity. Like, I don't know. I, I, I love the idea of the old days because I was looking back at the old TikToks from the beginning when we were first figuring that out. And I love how we would just experiment with wild, crazy whatever. Um, and it was just like really fun, really elaborate. It's still it still is fun, but I feel like now that we get it, it's it's more like we know the assignment and we do the assignment as opposed to just like throwing out the rule book and creating some fresh stuff. That's what I want to do.
2: <laughs> Amazing Are you down? Yeah, absolutely. We'll be creative. We'll make lots of fun content. It'll be and
1: great. live in-person podcasts, podcasts coming right up. So next week, my friends, we're going to both be in the same room, and you can see that on YouTube as well. But what do you say we get this one started?
2: Let's roll the intro music. Max and dads, chaos. Max and dads, chaos.
1: Okay, you you talk now. <laughs>
2: I talk now. Um. (laughs) Oh, I just said um. Oh, no. Um. Oh, I just did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um is a natural thing for people to say, though. Um is a total natural thing for people to say.
1: Yes, it's just not a thing you want to oversay.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: And the mark of a professional podcaster and professional broadcaster is you don't say um. So I think that should be something we strive toward, but we don't like beat ourselves up if we say it.
2: We also want to be relatable, though, so (laughs) that's an aspect we can relate to people on. Okay, so I've been talking with a friend of mine, and she brought up an interesting idea. Oh, my gosh, actually, (laughs) you're going to hate this. In my mind, I thought, oh, maybe he won't hate this, but I feel like you might actually hate this. There's a thing. I'm keeping
1: my mind open, okay?
2: Okay, okay, okay. so I know how much you love tattoos.
1: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> keep that open mind
2: keep that open mind um no but apparently there's this thing that are nine month long tattoos that last like nine to 12 months isn't that really cool
1: well because of the ink that they use or, or I'm something not, like that i'm
2: not exactly sure i think it's a combination of a few things um i haven't done a ton of research into it but
1: i have to be honest maggie i'm still not sure what you're suggesting
2: Well, I'm just saying, don't you think that's a cool idea? Like, if somebody was to do that, that'd be pretty cool, right?
1: I don't know that it would be cool. It sounds like it would be painful, but the short-term gain, I guess a little less risk. Are you suggesting I get a tattoo? Is that what you want to do?
2: I think we should You want to
1: come home, and you want us to get tattoos together.
2: I want to get matching family tattoos for nine months. I think that'd be so fun. Oh, my god! What if we
1: did matching family iron-on tattoos? Not iron-on. What the...
2: (laughs) <laughs> you mean like the the sticker ones, not iron on. What the heck?
1: Yeah, stick iron on would be bad. Don't do that. Kids don't try that at home.
2: <laughs> so bad.
1: Yeah, the sticker ones. Those we, are great. Let's just do, do that.
2: We know a lot of families who have matching tattoos. And I think they're closer than we are. (laughs) No kidding,
1: no kidding. If you're successful in persuading me to get a tattoo, like that will be a true mark of the closeness of our relationship. Um, I'm not going for it yet, though. And I want to know who this friend was. Was it Blythe?
2: (laughs) It was Blythe.
1: (laughs) Okay. I look forward to meeting Blythe next time I'm in California. (laughs) No.
2: You just walk up and you're like, I think you're a bad influence.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I don't think she's a bad influence. You guys are having fun. Are you still playing like pad- uh, pickleball? I almost said paddleball. No. Pickleball and- we
2: literally, we talk about this all the time. It's so funny because we've actually known each other like less than two months. But like we're like best friends out here. Um, like I told her she's like my L.A. best friend. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: uh,
2: because we spend so much time together because we live so close together. Um but, yeah, we've, really, we've known each other so little time. But for the amount of time we've known each other, it's kind of crazy how many different stages we've gone through. Like, we already fully went through our pickleball stage. And nice. that was, like, honestly probably, like, week one or two. <laughs> and we haven't been back since. Well, why since. don't
1: you – why is that just a stage and not, like, a sport you really enjoy? Like, go deep in it, that kind because of thing.
2: Because we're very busy. Um, both of us are in school. And so, yeah. like, she's actually in person classes in the mornings, and then usually we'll like go get coffee and work on things. Um, but yeah, we've been getting a lot of Phil's coffee lately, which is really good. That's good coffee. I don't think you've ever had Phil's, have you?
1: No, but next time for sure. Yeah. And Maggie, you talk about being busy and staying busy. And that is the reality right now. Families are busy, people are busy. Everybody's got their own agendas. Even young kids have like sports schedules and school schedules and test schedules. And you know, there's also like the whole shopping thing about what are we gonna get on our shopping list? And for years, forever, it's been a challenge for families to figure out the best way to stay organized with all of those details, which is why I am so excited to introduce a brand new sponsor to the Mags and Dads Wholesome Chaos podcast, and it is the Skylight Calendar. This is an amazing tool. Now, families have a tough time staying organized, and we used to try to do that in our family with just a big paper calendar, which mom kept on the inside of the pantry door. You remember that? I do. And she would... She would write stuff on it and then she'd be like, okay, kids, you write your stuff on it, which nobody ever did. And like it, it kind of just fell apart. Well, the Skylab calendar displays your family events on a simple, touchless device that you can keep in your house for like everybody to see and use. Tell us about it, Mags.
2: It's so easy to use, and it syncs to already existing calendars like Google, Outlook, and Apple calendars. And you can sync your most important events in just minutes. You can use it to manage your grocery list, chores, and meal plans along with events in your life.
1: And it has a 100% satisfaction guarantee if you don't love the Skylight Calendar which you will, by the way, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. So now, as a special offer, because you're a listener to this podcast, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightframe.com slash calendar and enter the code chaos. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight calendar, just go to skylightframe.com slash calendar and enter the code chaos that's s k y l i g h t f r a m e dot slash calendar promo code chaos thank you skylight frame for being a wonderful part of our podcast and skylight calendar um for being a part of our lives i mean it's really pretty awesome and amazing yes so absolutely. you're busy <laughs> I'm busy I just got back from Bismarck, North Dakota, where it was a little cold and windy. So I was in Florida last week, North Dakota this week. It's, uh, you know, just you never know where you're going to be and where you're going to go. It was so windy, Maggie. Like yesterday, I was getting back in my car trying to get to the airport, and I couldn't even open the door all the way without, with one hand. I had wow. to use my other hand to open the door. And I'm thinking, like, how is my plane going to take off? Um, yeah. But it, it did just fine because mm-hmm. I'm here, right? It yeah. all worked out.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: it's I got to um had a salad made by a robot
2: I saw that you made a tiktok of it
1: I I made a tiktok what did you think of that
2: it was good it was really good
1: have you ever seen anything like that
2: um I've seen like ice cream things like that I think
1: Yep. yeah because yeah, we saw that in the in the on the college campus I was speaking on this college campus there and it was Sally the salad robot um I thought i got to check this out. And if I'm going (laughs) to check it out and I'm going to buy a salad, which was like 1030 in the morning. Yeah, it was like 1030 in the morning. I didn't even really want a salad, but I was like, I'm making a TikTok. I'm going to totally do this. (laughs) And so I did it, and um, it was a very good salad, very, very tasty salad. Yeah. But, you know, I think about it. I've got the weirdest job because it took me like three days, one day to travel to Bismarck, and then the next day my speech was after dinner and then flew home yesterday So it took the better part of three days to go do a a speech for like one hour. It's kind of crazy, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's always been your life, though. I mean, not always, but for a long, long time. That's true. I will say I'm very excited for the cooler weather in Georgia. Is it cold there?
1: Cold mornings for sure. And we've had some cold days, some chilly days. Rain? Do you guys have rain? Has it been raining? I mean, (gasps) it's... It might be when you're here. We'll pray for rain while you're here. Would Amazing. that be nice? Would that make you happy? Yes, that would yeah, make me so odd.
2: happy. No, I, I yeah. miss rain. Rain's I've incredible. been dreading the
1: idea of potentially jumping in that pool, though, Maggie. It's like 52 degrees.
2: Yeah, it's not my favorite idea either, mm-hmm. but I, I want to do it. You know, I think, I think we just prep beforehand. We could wear wetsuits. But we'd have to wear it like underneath clothes so it doesn't look we like we're actually. Well, okay, we can remedy that.
1: <laughs> I have suits. I'll just wear a suit and I'll jump in the water and it'll be a wetsuit.
2: Oh my gosh. Actually, that would be pretty cool if you did it in a suit.
1: Okay, done.
2: Done. See, now, now we're I feel excited good about, about <laughs> the idea.
1: Suddenly I have a costume in mind and, and I'm all in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Should I wear a suit? That's I don't the, have a
1: suit. That's the power of the right wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get whoops. you a suit.
2: Or a dress, I could wear a dress. We'll go to
1: we'll go to Goodwill, so we'll have shopping. We can make a TikTok about the shopping, and then we'll wear our suits and do a push in the pool video.
2: And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how you get a suit that is tax deductible. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I'm exactly. very excited. Um, yeah, I it, it's it actually has been a little bit cooler this week in LA, but last week it was so so hot. It's insane, but. I will say it's interesting because in Georgia, growing up, we always said, like, Georgia, all four seasons in one week because weather is so fickle there. It I remember, like, having a snow day on a Monday and it being 90 on a Wednesday, like, in high school. <laughs> it's crazy. Um and so when people have been like complaining about the weather out here, like, oh, it's just, it's, changes so easy. I find myself like hopping on the bandwagon and I'm like, yeah, I know. What the heck is this? When it's like so much worse in Georgia, but I just want to relate. I want to relate.
1: Everything's relative. I was, when I was in Florida, people were actually saying to me, you live in Georgia? Oh, I could never live in Georgia. It's way too cold. People in Florida said in, that? Yeah. And then I was just in North Dakota and, and they're like, okay, yeah, this is, this is real winter, but, man, I, I don't want to live in Canada. And, you know, it's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. And I've been to some really cold places in Canada in the middle of the winter when I was underdressed and still having to go, like, go shoot my videos and stuff. That's no fun. But
2: Yeah, I was actually— You do got to do. I was looking at airline tickets two days ago to go to New York. Why? So I really want to go to SNL— um, like to be a live audience person in an SNL audience. However, oh, I think we're going
1: to audition. Oh my gosh, for the show
2: that as well. I would okay. love to be on SNL or write for SNL or anything like that. But um, <laughs> actually, I actually have a whole other funny story about that. But staying focused, um, I was looking up how you actually do that because I was like, where do you buy tickets? Turns out, you don't buy tickets for like practically any live studio audience. You email them and they email you when they have an opening um, or SNL in specific. It's, they do like a lottery type of thing and it's only open for a month for the entire season. So it's closed for this season, but I'll be on it for next season. But how cool would that be? Like I just really want to be in New York right now. Like a New York winter layered and up.
1: A New York Christmas time. Yeah. When they de- decorate all. Yeah, Chicago's amazing that way too. Yeah, they, they, nothing like downtown Chicago in, in the Christmas season. It's so special, so cool. I was talking to a, pe- a potential client in Switzerland this morning, and we were talking about maybe going there to do an event in January. Mm. And and I was asking him about like their Christmas season because. When like when we were in Germany with the Christmas markets and things like that, and he said it's very similar. Although you know with COVID and all, they they didn't really have that last year. So this year people are more um, looking forward to it. Everybody's real anxious and eager to get it done and, and to be a part of that. So yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of pent up demand to travel and experience life and culture in a whole new way.
2: For sure.
1: mm Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Also, there's a a, a demand for Maggie. What? is really amazing good food. yeah. And, and there's a lot of ways to get good food. You can go shop and you could go to the trouble of going to like three different stores and finding all the ingredients and picking out recipes and prepping your food uh, all yourself. Or you could like hook up with America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh, which is an amazing sponsor to this podcast. And it's actually um, something we do for for our son, Eddie. So um, yeah, so that's our sponsor. Would you tell us a little bit about HelloFresh, Max?
2: Absolutely. So we are in the holiday seasons and holidays can be so hectic, but HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep. So you can spend more time with families and friends during this festive season. Ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week. So you'll get the convenience without skimping on the quality.
1: HelloFresh is a can't beat value. Even at its full price, it's over 30% cheaper than grocery stores. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try it for even less. So, again, we do this for Eddie. He's up in Boston. He's in his own apartment. And Eddie can cook. He can take care of himself, but he's just, like we were talking about, so busy. And so this is a way that we as parents know that our son's eating well, that he's learning a little bit about cooking. He's got some solid recipes, all the ingredients getting delivered right to his door, and he enjoys it as well. So
2: not if you Not would- we as parents-
1: not we but mom and you i you and
2: my mom as
1: yes indeed mom and i do this for him and we and for you um but what you can do for yourself or for those you love and care about is to go to hellofresh.com/14chaos that's 14chaos and use the code 14chaos for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Can you believe that? They're just so generous. So again, go to hellofresh.com slash 14chaos and use the code 14chaos for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. And hey, I really encourage you guys to check this out and, and just experience what we've experienced with America's number one meal kit.
2: I like that right. you say one four- chaos one
1: four. 14 because yeah. i thought maybe people would type 14
2: oh okay F, well couldn't you know? they also type one four like
1: o-n-e yeah f-o-u-r yeah, yeah. don't do that
2: don't do that but i feel like one, maybe we're confusing people more right now
1: <laughs> yes don't do that <laughs> well <laughs> if you get confused about any of these offers or if they go by too quickly like maybe you're driving you know what you could do maggie you could go to wholesomechaos.com. And you can look at our sponsors' links, and all these links are right there. You don't even have to remember it. You can just go to our website, and you can click them. And also, when you're, while you're on wholesomecast.com, you can ask questions, and you can, you can see some resources, learn more about us, watch videos, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and that's where we get our listener questions as well. Yep, yep. So, any stories to share with me, Maggie?
2: I'm trying to be early to things.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I totally support that intention. Did and you watch my YouTube that. video? Of course I watched your Aww, YouTube video, silly.
2: I didn't even as send it As soon as it comes you. out,
1: I like it and I want to comment, but I don't because, you know, that's kind of your world, your thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was really good.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I thought it was interesting because that last vlog I did, I filmed on... The older camera that we, mom sent me as a possibility for the podcast, but the quality is just a lot lower because it's an older camera. And my friends love that camera. They think it's so cool, fun, like vintage stuff. And I told them it's so interesting because my mom essentially vlogged my childhood on this camera. Like (laughs) that's the camera that she would record Eddie and I with and like opening Christmas presents with and all that. And like now I'm out here and I vlogged with it in LA. I was like, that's honestly so, so cool.
1: Um, it seemed to do a good job,
2: yeah, uh, but yeah, i've been trying to be actually early for
1: things because what why what what made you make that decision again, I very much support it, you know yeah. how I feel about punctuality
2: for sure, I'll probably well, have to
1: rant on that in a minute before <laughs> all this is over, but go ahead,
2: when you're in l a something one of the like honestly biggest, not culture shocks that's actually not a culture shock at all, but it's just very normal to be late for things in LA. If you have plans with someone at 1130, you should expect people are going to be there at 1140. Um, part of it's traffic. Part of it, honestly, it kind of just feels like you're like walking through sand in LA. Like everything just moves. A l- like it's just hard to get places on time. It's it's weird, but true. Um, and I did a shoot with a friend last week and he told me he was, he said after living here for like, I think he's been here five months. He said I was the first person to be on time for a shoot. Uh, I was like, that's insane. And so I really just, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are late. I've gotten a little more lax with it in LA just because I, I, I get it sometimes, but it just, sometimes it feels a little disrespectful to people. Because it's like, that's your time. That's something you're never going to get back. You know what I mean? Um, and so just like out of respect and out of like, I want to be different. I want to like do my best to like respect people in their time. I'm going to, I'm like making an effort to get places early.
1: Hmm. And things happen, right? Everybody can be... Everybody's late every once in a while. Oh yeah, because of things that happen that are outside of your control. But for like, sure. what's the? What are you known for? Are you known from be, for being on time, or are you known for being late? Um, and you're right. Like that's part of certain cultures. Maybe mm-hmm. LA is like that. And I know when we were in uh, Puerto Rico, you know they they actually say Puerto Rico time, which is fashionably late. Everything's a little bit late. It's it's a suggestion, even in the way they plan conferences and things, which took some getting used to. But I agree with you. It's like, for me, being on time is actually being early because I don't ever want to be like showing up and then have to be on, have to be like ready to jump in. Yeah. I want to show up and have time to, you know, park and organize oh, my thoughts yeah. or look around and, and kind of see where the situation is and and be like the one who's really grounded in a space before I have to do my thing or enter into a conversation or whatever. It's like, you know, the way I look at it is you got to be somewhere. We say that in our family Mm -hmm. all the time. Well, you got to be somewhere, might as well be here. Well, I would rather be waiting once I'm already there than waiting before I leave or, or getting there and then being like active already there, like doing my phone, doing some emails or things like that but I know I'm at, at the location,
2: yeah, for sure, and also so,
1: so how do you get other people to show up on time? Beats I, I, me I, you know again <laughs> I, su- I support that like you're 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 leading by example, but then are, will, will that make you more resentful when others are late, or will you just kind of like like
2: I think expect it's expect them
1: over time to completely like, be a matter more
2: lucky? of like um Just, like, having grace for other people. Just, like, letting it go. You did your part. You did the best you could. But, like, also, I grabbed coffee with a friend the other day. I left so I would get there 10 minutes early. I had so much trouble with parking, I ended up being 10 minutes late. (laughs) Like, the intent was there. The effort was there. The execution, a lot of it was out of my control. So, also, having, like, the grace for people and understanding that it is hard, um, But, like, also one time I went to go meet up with a girl for coffee and she was an hour late just because she decided to stay someplace longer because she wanted to. And I was like, okay, this was a slap in the face. Um, Yeah,
1: And and then people who are late show up and then they feel like they've got to go through a long explanation telling you why they were late, which makes them even more late. It's like, okay, you've already put me behind and now you're telling me this long story. And, you know... But you're, 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 you're either there or you're not. In, in some sense, the excuse doesn't really I matter. think it
2: is nice to be apologetic in a sense, though. Not apologetic to just,
1: for yeah. sure. To yeah. own it, but to not to excuse it. Like, like when you approach it being late or being, whatever, unprepared with the idea that, oh, this wasn't within my control, and somehow these circumstances just caught up with me, it really weakens your position rather than just saying, look- I'm sorry, I didn't get it done, or I'm not here on time, that's on me, it won't happen again, and just move on. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it all comes down to empathy, Mm -hmm. which is a big word. Now, I wanted to talk to you about that. I didn't like set this up in advance with you, but um, I've been thinking a lot about how empathy is really the key to everything in life, the key to great relationships, the key to a successful business, um, to... You know, managing your own internal world, your mental health, but also being there to help others. And I think there's this, like a time in our world right now where, where people need empathy. And yeah. would you agree with that?
2: Absolutely, 100%. I, honestly, I feel like, I believe it was last week we brought up this quote, but the, the smaller your world, the bigger your opinions, the bigger your world, the smaller your opinions. And I think that just like directly shoots back to empathy. Like,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to incorporate somebody else's perspective into your own or to be genuinely curious, like to be genuinely listening, giving them the benefit of the doubt. And again, we just came down hard on people who were late. But even to empathize in those situations with people who are in that situation and and giving them some grace, like you said, the benefit of the doubt. Um, But even like I said, for business, it's like, think about it if you're going to gonna run a business or do your job in such a way where you deliver great service or where you're successful at selling, like, like if you want to be uh, effective and productive and successful in your job, it really requires you to understand how others see you and what others are thinking at the time. Because if you're selling something and you could put your your product or your your the the the, um, the the positive aspects of what your product or service does in the mindset of some what somebody else is thinking already, then you're in a much better position to help actually help them buy it, help them understand the value in it, and then you're coming at them as a partner and as a resource. And and I do this in my speeches all the time, and in my interviews with clients, I sit and I listen to them, and I genuinely over the years have learned to think about like what that means in their world and how their people are dealing right now. Like for example, one of the hugest issues right now is people who've been um, at home working for so long doing virtual meetings, virtual conferences, and now employers want people to come back to work. Well, so much has changed about everyone's lives, including our, our comfort level and not just we're scared about getting back to work or getting COVID. It's not just that, it's it's also, I just don't wanna leave my house. I'm really like very aware of the fact that it takes a lot of time to commute to work or maybe in the, in the time I've been home, now I have a, a pet or I have some other responsibilities I'm dealing with, whatever. And so it's hard to get people back in that mindset. And so, but my, you know, the other side of that is understanding like for businesses is they want their culture back. They want to make sure their people feel what it's like to be together. And the fact that we can do uh, amazing things when we are in each other's presence, not just connected via a screen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Empathy. It's a big thing. And especially during, you know, the, the holidays, you know, coming up this week on Thanksgiving, you're going to be with family members, a lot of whom have different types of lives and opinions and choices that are going on and, and a lot of families really struggle with that. And, um, you know, maybe just extend that a little extra grace, listening more carefully and just listening more than talking.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Being respectful.
1: Be respectful. It's going to be a, um, a challenging Thanksgiving for us in some ways, you know. Um, and I know this podcast is super upbeat and bubbly and fun all the time, but actually, uh, this is a hard week because uh, we we lost someone very um, dear to us in our family. My my dad passed away um, last week, and um, you know we're missing him a lot. H- heart attack that you know brought on complications, and because of that, um, he recently died. And this is Maggie's Maggie's grandpa too. Um, and and I I tell you this as a way to be vulnerable and also like, let you know, like every family has challenges and problems. And also it's going to be like a little confusing as you continue to listen and follow, because I'm going to continue talking about, you know, my dad and things I'm doing with my dad, because the reality is in my life, I have two dads or I had two dads. I just lost one dad Um, and both amazing men, like both amazing dads to me, amazing fathers to me. Um, Both men are a huge part of who I am as a man and as a father. My first dad, Ed Witowski, um, growing up in Chicago, we lived at 57th Street near Midway Airport. I've talked about that before. Um, He was like Mr. Chicago, knew the whole city, showed me around. He was a firefighter and uh, engineer, and so he worked his whole career with the Chicago fire department, um, that's why I have a fire pole in my house. Because I remember when I was a kid going to the fire department and sliding down the, the actual fire pole in the firehouse. And it was just such a memorable experience. Um, but I learned a lot from him. And we were always watch baseball together, the Chicago White Sox. We were White Sox fans because we lived on the Southwest side. Even went to Sarasota for um, spring training to see the White Sox down there. And kind of a just a guy's trip together that the two of us took. He he coached my little league team um, and was just a huge, you know, follower and supporter up all in my life. Uh, and I started getting into speaking and books, and well, even before that with juggling and performing. He was the one who said to me, "Just keep doing this. As long as you keep doing it, you'll always be able to do it." Um, and even with, especially with you, Maggie, and the podcast and the TikTok world and all of that. He kept up constantly with what you did and the latest posts and the latest episodes of this show and would always like be among the first listeners and and the ones to like and support and tell his friends all about it. So so yeah, we're going to miss him a lot. And and the other big impression that he left on my life was the importance of family. These big Polish family gatherings where we'd all get together and um I, know, I, I learned from him that family really is the most important thing. And so I tell you all this just to kind of, again, invite you into my world and what we're going through together as a family and the grieving and the and the loss and uh, memorials and things coming up like that. But just also to, to share that families are complicated. Like there's no perfect family. There's no normal family. There's no um, family that's free of issues and tragedy and we all have our histories. We all have our stories. We all have our joy and pain and, and, uh, and tragedies and triumphs. But we really do wish that everyone in this audience, near and far, and again, I know we're talking about the holidays. In America, we have Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, in Canada, there's Thanksgiving holiday. And, um, you know, different people celebrate that differently in the U.S. Some people don't celebrate it at all. And outside the U.S., it's not really a thing so much. But I know that you have your own customs and cultures and, and moments that we get together. And to, to me, family is just everything. Like the most important thing in my life is is my family. You and Eddie and, and mom and, uh, and my parents and my sisters and um, my extended cousins. That's kind of like the... The upside of a moment like this, even, even with a funeral involved, is you get to really remember those traditions and what family means to everyone. And so, you know, maybe this year just lean in a little bit more to, to those in your life who you get to be a part of and to the family that you're from, as well as, like we've talked about before, the family that you create and that you wish to create as you get older and being much more intentional about that too. Yeah.
2: I know I'm. I'm so excited to be able to be home and hug you all. That's that was a really hard part of this too. is just being so far away from you guys. Like all you want to do is. Be close.
1: Yeah, the upside was we got to see him at Clayton's wedding. Clayton yeah, and Susie. That was amazing in Austin, and so that was you know fairly recently, and we had that wonderful moment together. Um, a lot of fresh memories that are really special.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So thinking of uh, travel, do you have anything else coming up other than your trip to Atlanta? I know you were talking about doing some road trips and things like that. Did, did that all get, kind of get postponed? or?
2: I think it all got postponed, or I think I might have just let it go because <laughs> life got busy. <laughs> postponed um,
1: indefinitely.
2: Postponed indefinitely. Yeah, I'm going to go to New York. I want to go to Italy, um, but I'll figure all that well, out. Well, we're going to
1: go to Italy. We're going to go to Italy next February. No, is that right? February? Oh, yeah, it's June. Well, I'm sure that's a
2: conversation we'll all have to have to make sure our calendars are clear. But... (laughs) um, We can use
1: Skylight to to hook it up.
2: That is true. That is true. Um, (laughs) I just wanted to tell you, I'm vegan now, kind of. Really? Yeah. Um, So I'm eating anything that's dairy that's still in my fridge because I'm not going to waste it. Um, But I'm really trying to... Cut dairy out of my diet.
1: What brought that on?
2: Blythe. <laughs> <laughs> Blythe. Blythe isn't vegan. She's not vegetarian, but she's a culinary student. And hmm. if you want to... I'm can, really
1: intrigued to meet this girl.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys um, love dairy, totally cool. I feel you. Maybe skip the next 15 seconds. And if you love
1: meat, if you love your turkey, you know, whatever. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good.
2: well, well, I'm just saying, like, skip the next 15 seconds because I don't want to ruin something for you. But it was this one question that Blythe asked me that I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. She said, Do you know the pus content in dairy?
1: <laughs> and I said, Ew.
2: I said, No, I do not. <laughs> and I do not want to. <laughs> but she was just talking about all the stuff that's like dairy in itself isn't like necessarily terrible for you, but like the dairy system, there's just like so much mixed into it before it actually gets to your table. And I just, yeah, I I don't, I don't really want all the things mixed into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No judgments. I've been trying to eat vegan for a couple of years now. And I, I find that when I'm home, I could do it pretty well. And when I'm traveling, you know, you never know exactly what's in a bread or whatever. And, if some cheese gets into something, or it's cooked with butter, like whatever, it's yeah. like I'm not militant about that at all. But I do notice a difference in terms of how I feel, how I look, and when I do have dairy now, like I I know I had dairy.
2: Well, you I, know, I breathe
1: differently. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's very yeah. easy to eat vegan out here in L.A. If you I'll would bet. like to move here, um, yeah, literally. Judah Smith was talking about this at church home the other day where he was like I love LA because it's the only place where you can have so many different like food exceptions and then be like yeah no no, no I totally get it where he was like you walk into any restaurant in LA and you're like I'm gluten-free I'm vegan I'm lactose intolerant and they're like yeah, yeah yeah no I get that oh yeah no me too oh totally here's this menu where it's like anywhere else in the country they're like what that like what do you mean no just eat it like <laughs> eat, eat, eat what we give you um but yeah that's another reason why you guys should maybe move to LA because you could eat vegan out here very easily.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I, uh, I um, started to think about being a vegetarian back when I was in college. And it was one of those life goals. It was like, maybe for a year, I just want to try to see if I could do it. And back then I was reading about the animal industry and things like that. And so, you know, not to, again, bum you out, but if you want to go down that road, that'll, that'll help you make that move. But the, in other <laughs> words, I um, put it off for a long, long time. You were the one who got us into it. And I, it's been interesting. And I'm, I'm not even saying for sure, like, it's forever. I've been lately thinking about, hmm, maybe, maybe I want to try meat again. But then I just don't. Like, like oh, all maybe, right, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. One day at a time thing. <laughs> it's kind of like drinking. <laughs> it's like, yeah. not today. Just I've, not today.
2: I've honestly been vegetarian so long. I don't, I don't miss it. Like, I really don't miss meat. There's so many good substitutes, too. Like, so many. I
1: love, yes, and I love how in some menus, it just simplifies your choices.
2: Yeah, right? oh my gosh, Instead yeah. Instead of looking at
1: 40 things and trying to make a decision, it's like, no, I could look at three things and make yep. a decision. Yeah. And I'm totally cool with that.
2: No, absolutely. Simplifies your life. <laughs> it's, it is crazy, though, being in L.A., how much you unintentionally learn about like food because people will tell you they're very free about their opinions. Um yeah I've been learning a lot about soy, about different tofu remedies, so much just from like literally walking around or like ordering off of a menu and people just start to tell you things. It's really cool. Learning a lot. Learning more than <laughs> more than some of my classes right now. <laughs>
1: Hey, how's, how's school going? Tell I, us about that. I
2: truly do not want to talk about it.
1: Criminal justice still like lighting your fire. You can't wait to be an attorney.
2: I I I don't think I'm going to be an attorney. This yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you about this off camera.
1: Yeah, we got some disappointing news about Eddie. What in Berkeley? Not Eddie.
2: What?
1: Yeah, not from Eddie. From Eddie about Berkeley. So Eddie's at Berkeley College of Music, an amazing institution. It's like the conservatory for musicians who all over the world, performance music, musicians especially, who want to go there and learn because the teachers are so great, the ensembles and learning is so great. Well, you know, it's also in Boston, and so they really locked down for COVID and then continue to extend the lockdowns and the online classes, which you just can't do very well yeah. online. You, can, you, you know, two musicians can't play together online. And, well, they just decided they're going back to online classes.
2: What the heck?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh and they, they framed it like this. They're saying, due to some spike in COVID cases in the Boston area. No, in the students. In the, in, not in the, not in the Boston area, but among the students, that we are going to um, have, you know, stop all, all in-person instruction and performance and ensembles. Until after Thanksgiving, but we hope to, like, resume after Thanksgiving. They won't. As if that that that's going to be any better, right? And so we've learned how they do things there. They, they tell you a little bit, and then they just keep extending it and extending it.
2: Boston and is also, he, like, a very vaccinated city. Like, the majority of... Yeah. It, it's one of the highest, like... I was talking to a friend who lives there about that. Practically everyone there is vaccinated.
1: I know, and there's nothing in the news or on the Boston, like, websites about like a problem issue there but it's like
2: for the arts though it's just like so important to be in person Mm -hmm. that's so yeah exactly and i'm sure they're not lessening tuition
1: (laughs) no they never (laughs) lessen tuition
2: yep they raised they
1: raised it in the middle of all of this too that's insane so we're ready to be done and uh, you know you know i love the idea of berkeley i love the promise of berkeley but the reality of berkeley has has been less to be desired for us, um, if as you a work family. for Berkeley College of Music, to yeah, I don't mean to slam Berkeley College of Music. The teachers are amazing. the The legacy of that institution is fantastic. The rehearsal yeah. experiences have, were amazing, but but it's just not the same. But the teachers know? also it, probably
2: aren't the ones making these calls right now.
1: No, the teachers aren't making the calls. You know, but it, it's a lot of. It just seems like they're not trying. Yeah. like other institutions to really keep their students first and to have empathy, mm-hmm. to have empathy for their their students and the parents. And okay. so that we was, maybe haven't done our job in voicing our opinion, but no, but we will.
2: It, it truly is like a hit or miss thing for these like schools. I noticed that my senior year of high school, um, there were so many different high schools I saw because COVID started my senior year. Like we lost the end of my senior year. Um we were fully online, and I saw like on TikTok a lot of teachers like truly like went out of the way to make their students feel special. Or even some a report I was doing this year for one of my criminal justice classes about uh, teachers who like went to the courts to petition for a day that they could have to like really make it special for the seniors. Like really, just empathy. Like they felt so bad for these kids that they lost this. My school, we got nothing. Like, even a year later, every year you're supposed to have an alumni brunch. They, and we co- totally could have done it a year later and done it safely. They just completely forgot about our class and like left us. And it was like, what the heck? But it really shows that like you can have two reactions, and your reaction is going to be based in empathy. You know what I mean? So. Since Way we were calling, yes, yeah, since we were calling schools out, I figured I'd leave my <laughs> leave my two cents in there as well.
1: Yeah, but we can't wait to get you home, and then Eddie will be back not for this week, not for Thanksgiving, but you know for Christmas. For he'll be for a good chunk of time, and yeah. maybe longer because if he's doing online classes, there's no point in him being in Boston. That's he can just true, stay home.
2: that is very and true. And then we can
1: do we can do more podcasts together.
2: Well, yeah. I, I do I'm, still I'm live
1: in really LA. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so, so here's my thought about LA and about next year. You know, we're talking about in, intentions for the podcast. And, I, and not to have like a production meeting during an actual podcast. But, <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you come home more in 2022. We make that an intention. That's crazy. And I— and, Be- and I go there more. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, because I actually had an idea for 2022 as well. And that was like you guys move mm-hmm. here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you buy a Tesla. And,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a Tesla tomorrow. No, I'm not. <laughs> I might. I don't know. My car is still broken. I don't know what's up.
1: <laughs> well I don't know what's up either.
2: <laughs> you could come here and look at my car and see what's up.
1: Did you try the black tape thing over the maintenance? I don't flight? have black tape. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: and I ha- I haven't been to the store in a while because I-, I procrastinated it. And now it's to the point where, like, I'm coming home so soon, I don't want to buy groceries because I don't want anything to go to waste. Um, so, yeah, no time to buy black tape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was only half serious about the black tape, but you know that.
2: <laughs> I didn't, but okay.
1: <laughs> well, I will see you at the airport. And we will bring you back home, and we're going to have an amazing time and, and get busy. We
2: should figure out. We're going to we work.
1: F- we're going to work, young lady. No,
2: We should figure out what day I'm coming home. Because right before we started this podcast, I thought I was coming home Monday. My mom thought I was coming home Tuesday. My dad thought I was coming home Wednesday.
1: Wednesday. It's definitely Wednesday. I
2: really think it's but we Monday. Don't, we don't know.
1: Okay. Wait. What? See, if we had that... <laughs> Okay, it's. She said it's Monday, but she put it on Tuesday. See, we have the. We were using the skylight calendar. None of this. So would I
2: was correct. Let the record show. Yeah,
1: you were correct. <laughs> That's good. And and I'm overjoyed because I get to see you earlier.
2: Amazing.
1: She'll be in Boston visiting Eddie. That's
2: okay. And
1: I'm going to pick you
2: Incredible. up. Incredible.
1: So I'll just need to figure out which flight, or maybe I'll just go to the airport and hang out all day long <laughs> and look for That's you. It's a
2: really good idea. At the
1: top of the escalator. The- with a sign that says. Max,
2: oh, that'd be so cute.
1: Oh, morning. okay, we figured it out.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure our <laughs> listeners don't care. <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> you leave Monday night, you arrive Tuesday morning because you're on the red eye, okay? Which is perfect because you know how I love to get up yeah, early,
2: and that's perfect. So I'll see
1: you at the airport at like 6 a.m. But it'll
2: be like 3 a.m. my time, which I'm usually up anyways. So honestly, this should be perfect.
1: Totally. And I'll be at the top of the stairs with a sign. Really? This is Max.
2: Really? I don't know. Well, Maybe. now you have to. That'd be fun. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but now you have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay.
1: Amazing. You got it.
2: Well, I love you guys so right, much. Max.
1: Well, I, we love you too. And um, boy, we'll see you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast and for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Please tune in next week and subscribe to the podcast. Go to wholesomechaos.com to check out our sponsors and subscribe on Spotify or on uh, Apple Podcast or however you do your podcast. Check out the YouTube, which always comes out the next day. So podcast on Tuesday, podcast on Wednesday, (laughs) and YouTube on Thursday, and you know what to do. So, Check um, out anyways, our other
2: socials good. if you would like. It's Maggie Thurman and Dan Thurman, except it's Maggie's dad123 on TikTok. Um, and yeah, we, we love to hear from you guys. Leave us questions on the website. Comment in our comment sections. We love to interact with you guys. And thank you so much for listening.
1: We really do believe in you. And we know that you're special. And we are so appreciative to be a part of your life. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, Max, I got a joke for you. Okay. Why do turkeys like rainy days? Why? Because they love foul weather.
2: Wait, I don't get it. Foul? Foul. Foul. Why would turkeys like... F-
0: Birds. Oh, Birds see, are foul.
2: I'm a vegetarian, so... <laughs> <laughs>